Oh, I'm writing, man. I got this shit. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> All I had was like a list of subjects that I was going to rap about. And it was roaches and airplanes and shit. Yeah, Richie does not play with roaches. Yeah, I don't no. don't fuck with roaches at all, man. <laughs> Did you encounter a cockroach on an airplane? Is is that no. what here? No, I, I have a really bad story of uh, it was a convention I played out in uh, Orlando and they were booking me into my room and like it was real dark and I walked in and I saw something move on the bed and I was like, Yo guys, I saw something move on the bed. They're like, no, you didn't. And I said, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I kicked the bed like this big ass cockroach just like slides off the bed. Like just he didn't slithers. even run. The fact that he didn't really run fast let me know. I was like, okay, this cockroach has no fear. Like you know, saying this cockroach has no fear. He's liable to like he's liable to like spoon with me or some shit like while I'm sleeping. Died from screaming, getting spooned by a cockroach. Yeah, man, I ate a cockroach when I was eight. You fuck? Yeah, by choice. I was just curious, man. I was, I was curious. I was a curious little evil little kid. I dissected a lizard while I was still alive. That same year with a piece of glass. You vivisected a lizard. You sick bastard. Gross. You wouldn't happen to be like a, a, a serial killer, would you? Like, I'm a social super villain. Then he left like <laughs> Yeah man, I that cockroach screamed when I bit down on it. It was like yeah! I, swear God, I heard it in my brain. Oh We're shit. We're live right okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad that we got all that out into the open. <laughs> so, friends, I when you said that, I was like, oh shit, we're live. We are live. Friends, fans, performers, and law enforcement agents, welcome <laughs> to the last roundtable of the VPC3. Round five is in the books. We've got our standard panel of judges, and uh, no one's mentioned it yet, but I'm excited. I, we need Lex Lingo in here because cosplay, Steve Perry one of our most nefarious judges in history is going to compete with whoever in the hell is still watching TV on my goddamn podcast. <laughs> oh, shit, that's me. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Oh, my God. There we go. It was a Hallmark college commercial, man. It was just... Got to, I don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, our first guest is Kadish Flo. Who's Kadish? I don't know who Kadish Flo is. K- it's the Irish. Irish. <laughs> the Irish. The Irish. Wow. You and your partner, Richie Branson, um, if you've ever seen the movie The Ringer, um, you were very much Johnny Knoxville to the NPC's <laughs> special. The best thing about y'all's participation was getting to watch your asses as you ran far and fast away from the rest <laughs> of the participants. Welcome to the show. We've also got uh, our Zarina, of course, uh, my partner, Press B. We've got Chubzilla, half of uh, 9K1. And we've got half of the One Up No My crew in MC One Up Creative Mind Frame. Uh, if we get the other guys in mid-show, we'll do it. Otherwise, we're gonna fire it right off. 
Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun, and we've got a lot of tracks. This was one of the most interesting VPCs um, that I've ever had the privilege of participating in. We've seen a lot of unique things happen this round. Um, before we get into the individual tracks of round five, how does everybody except Steve Perry think the tournament went? Everybody except Steve Perry? Everybody yeah. except Steve Perry, yeah. Oh, all right. I felt it went well. Wait, what? What was the question? Oh my god. <laughs> How did the competition go for you? Oh. For like through, through the whole thing with Steve Perry's judging or? Yeah, just, yes. <laughs> Perry judging. Are your eyes even open, dude? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I like Steve Perry, man. The only my only complaint. <laughs> my only complaint, man. And I've been waiting a long time. I've been waiting a long time to ask this question, but why did you give us a seven on supervillain, man? A seven? Yes! Why? A seven? <laughs> So I can't be which which round Three. is that? Three. I composed the fucking fugue, man. Baroque counterpoint in this bitch. Oh wait, I, I only have the round five spreadsheet. Yeah, um Looking round three. I'm sure I know on it. <laughs> like that was admittedly like two oh. months ago. Actually I know one of the things was that we missed the rule. That's my fault. I missed the uh, <clears throat> don't repeat the hook thing. Oh, so that that was really from an eight to a seven automatically then, because whenever a rule was broken, I knocked it a point out regardless of quality. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I was there. Way to go, K dash flow. I thought it was just for the beat though. I didn't know it was for the the writing too. No, if there's no, if there's no, it, like I didn't want like any kind of like hook chorus things on the. I, I want to make round three as upsetting as possible, and Whitney uh, helped with that. Um, and so, um, uh, uh, so there were all these rules, and it made the songs like much more awkward to put together, a lot more thought. But anyone that that submitted something that like broke a rule, um, or or did something, got a point knocked off, regardless of how much I liked the song. Um, for the producer side, and then a point knocked off for the rapper side. If they broke the rule on the rapper side as well. Um, um, well, that must so like only had an eight. What? Uh, that must have wow, really had an eight. I'll give it. I, I I could get. I could dig it. That's just my. So it might have gotten an eight or nine out of me. I'd have to look at my notes. I honestly don't. Like I loved you guys all through the thing, and you didn't put to, forth a bad track, except I. And I mentioned this. I hated that you made me wait so long for choruses on most. Yeah. Of be like, <laughs> like I'd be like sitting there. I'm like, oh, this is good, but I want that hook. And I never really got bored. I just just be sad because I'm like, just wrap into more you verses. Can't just, so I can can't, have my just, can't just give it all out at once. You know, you got to tease a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little you, bit of foreplay. That is actually a really point boring. of. Uh, that's actually a point of uh, improvement that I'm working on the Titan. Titan my. Uh, my storytelling up to make it a little bit more concise. Just so y'all know, working on it. 
I do have one question for you, oh, Steve. Shit. Why did you take a point away from us for not having singing and sax on the track? That was so oh, dirty. <laughs> that was the worst point knockoff ever. I was like, no. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I'm playing my sax this time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I felt like something needed something, that wasn't just like, the, the, the intention wasn't, oh, you got a point off for this exact reason. It would be if I could suddenly think of something that would have improved the song. Like, it's like, that's the raw score. I didn't start every song at a 10 because that would have just been a nightmare for me. I just had like an instinct on a score and then I thought about things. So I might have freaked like, oh, I took a point off because there was no sax. But realistically, I'd be like, this would have been a point higher had there been sax or singing or some, some sort of like melodic like like or, or surprising moment, some, something more. And I just usually throw out a couple suggestions. But like I wrote back as fast as possible. So a yeah. lot of it's very sloppily done. Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. I'm so. I didn't understand that the first part of this would be let's interview cosplay about scores. Well, because you're the only one who showed up. So I have one question for you, cosplay. Yeah. How did you get to be so damn handsome? <laughs> Thank you. Um, softball. That's a softball question. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've got this. A- uh, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll take your question in a moment. <laughs> I'm going to say this in my press release over my various anger and fury at the thing. Every The reason I was excited to come on to this podcast is nobody on this podcast is a talentless hack um, on this one, on this one, other prior roundtables maybe. So I was excited. I only have one ear. I'm half deaf, and so I take value in what goes into it. And this VPC offered a <laughs> A lot of valueless content, and nobody that offered that content is here. I was so excited, but I'm like, Winter Circle, good. It's all people actually enjoyed through the damn thing. Woo! So, so oh, wow. yeah. and then Beaker and I, and and then God you know Complex. What? You know what? Y'all, y'all are winners too, man. Y'all are, are winners too. So Beaker wins the troll award. I actually the in spite of Beaker award. I actually tried to. I tried to get Steve. I asked. I was gonna have him on the posse pack, and I thought that would have been like the most awesome random surprise. But he wasn't allowed to participate. No, I I, I, I set the rule that you couldn't. Like personally, I'm like I can't hop on a track because then, even though I'm brutally honest and. And 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 feel and rate myself like I rated my last track. I mean, Shubs rated it a zero properly. <laughs> <laughs> but I rated. I, I would have put my track somewhere. Death Star's track somewhere between maybe a five or a six at best on that. And so I felt like the judges were gracious to Death Star. But I wasn't going to participate and have people being like, "Oh, of course, cosplay likes that." One up, one up. Oh my thing! Even though you guys like make music for me in a lot of ways, <laughs> like, like you make music for my favorite kinds of hip hop. But um, but uh, uh there be so I just didn't want to involve it on that, and so I was just like, yeah. no. I wanted to rap with you because I'd like especially, to rap with real people. I like especially shows. with like the, the the close right, the close nature of the the scores right. That probably would have been. This huh? rap battle, the second. Fourth place battle that was at the end there. Oh my god! Stress, stressed and cranky. <clears throat> I was at work. And cranky. And I was just super annoyed with like some meetings I was in. So then I saw that I was like, oh, thank you. I mean, I just 
completely took yeah. all that crap and threw it. Yeah. yeah, I was. What's it called? I think I was able to really like fully be like, "Yay, we we did it, everyone!" Like mm. yesterday, because nephew is still recovering. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess that being said, to actually answer your question, Beaker, uh, this UPC I thought was. Of course, this is the first one I was in. I loosely paid attention to the last one. I didn't know about it the year before. Um, for me, it was a really good spark because I was in like this, like, I was in a depressed state, but it was a really kind of emotional slump with some stuff I was dealing with, and I just released this free album, and it was like, it like sucked a lot out of me, and I was trying to figure out <clears throat> how to move forward after that, and I was kind of in this dead space. So, uh, the UPC. I, I think I, I it started like three days after I released that the project I released, but I really didn't start to feel the vibes until like you know probably the third round as far as helping me get back on track <clears throat> and stuff from a production standpoint, kind of seeing where I was. So and the collaborative energy, you know, working with Richie was awesome. So um, I appreciate the opportunity, appreciate the community aspect of things, getting to interact with everybody. Um, just kind of see what was going on, so it was good. It's good for me. I really needed it. I needed the BPC like straight up. <clears throat> oh, talk wrong. You're not fooling anybody, you lizard defiler. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, talk so wrong. Let's fire this off. Um, we are absolutely <laughs> right. We're we're represented here by what would what you can consider a winner's circle. Um, we had a very interesting dynamic shift in the VPC, and I think MC Omai, uh, with his with his post, kind of encapsulated it perfectly. The uh, Nerdcore is racist tag has been on us for like almost 10 years now, um, specifically from the view of an appropriation of culture perspective, which is understandable to a degree. But uh, this year, the Nerdcore people of color, the collective group of minority Nerdcore rappers, uh, literally dominated the tournament. So uh, I, I think that's worth mentioning, um, and I don't, not you know, not really discussing, but as a point of fact, um, I, I think that's an interesting change in the BPC. And it's not like you guys won because you're black, right? You guys won because you absolutely <laughs> slaughtered everyone. <laughs> no, it's, it's purely because I'm black. You got second definitely because you're black. That's why yes. Lingo got third. It's like <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Football or any other professional sport. I mean, yeah, exactly. Not hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's because black people don't like cold like weather. Cold weather. <laughs> yes, man. I don't fucking blame them. I went to I went to the Dallas Stars game on Tuesday, and I immediately had to buy a beanie because I'm like, oh, it's too cold in here. <laughs> it's like, aren't you literally that... from sub-Saharan Africa, though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was born. I was born. Literally, yeah. was he's born the real Ghana. deal. Yeah, he's the real deal. We're a real life African here. You kids. The are... only pro- thing I don't like about you being having been born in Africa is the fact that you can't be president one day, and that really upsets me. Oh, honestly, I wouldn't want to be president though because that's just the company, the country's punching bag. Yeah, true enough. And you know, yeah. you 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 would like. Age too fast, but I feel like you would grow into like a Morgan Freeman type character, and that can be really distinguished and cool to see. We're supposed to be talking about yeah. the round table. Yeah, well, you know what? I want to talk about E-Man in no. 20 years, okay? Well, I'm going to let Morgan Freeman. Me too, Rafe. I think he'll still be very handsome. In oh, definitely. 
Quite, yeah. We yeah, were you, guys are, you guys are embarrassing me. If, uh, if your old man is anything to go by, then yeah, you'll definitely be a handsome fella. Aww. You guys Pull out that trap watch. card. Pull out that trap card, though. That trap <laughs> that was That was, like, I have no idea. I, like, reached into my mind. I was like, what is this? I'm like, hey, take, take this picture. <laughs> I was like, take this picture. They're going to think it's hilarious on the nerd core page. <laughs> we're the only mid-20s... American male that could grab a condom in his pocket and be like, the fuck is that? I don't really that feel whatsoever. There's <laughs> <laughs> just a random assortment sprinkled everywhere, you know, so I was just like, how did this get there? So, we back on track, back on point, um, we had, we were talking about unique VPC statistics, uh, mm-hmm. another one there, Emmanuel, definitely most handsome. Um, we had, uh, we're gonna shout him out, um, no review, but just a shout out, O positive, uh, this was a team, showed up out of nowhere, submitted just one track. Um, granted, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> they did a bad job, but congratulations to Positive. You now hold the, you're the only team that has showed up in the middle of nowhere with no hope of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're going to dethrone this Krunktaku. <laughs> yeah, They're coming for you. So there you go, you guys for get a badge of distinction. round five, though, like after four rounds of excellence... <laughs> they thought they were going to get a 300 in round 5 and just sweep it 300 points. It was like, this is, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Mm. So, let's start with Marco Yolo. We're going to go from the bottom up. Um, nameless, featuring White Meat, Lavos, Do Behave. Uh, fire it off. Let's, uh, let's go bottom up. Meh. Meh. There wasn't a lot to distinguish it. The the vocals were mixed in a way that made them undistinguishable. It was it was really really mixed very low, and yeah, I just I couldn't get into it. This was nameless, right? Yeah. There was an awful lot of reverb that just took me out of it. Never mind bringing in straight out of or you know NWA straight out of Compton. It just you know, if you're gonna put in a sample like that, at least make your song make sense with it. I just felt like they're all over the place with the fucking whole thing. Yeah, to the and to the reverb and race mixing comment, just overall feel for the route. I was actually pretty disappointed in most of the route. Not most of the route, just but a lot of the route entries yeah. um, because I expected people to really, really, really bring it and or take advantage of the opportunity, and it's almost like. Uh, it's almost like people um, ran out of time mixing everybody's vocals and forgot that they could still maintain a consistent mix with, with guest vocals or something. A lot yeah. of mixes really kind of threw me off and underwhelmed me as far yeah. as the track goes. And it's really track is one of them. I agree completely. More like Marco Yolal. <laughs> 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 All right, the next track, um, 2D6, hello? Oh. Cosplay? Um, no, uh, my judging's already up there. Uh, is this the group I called, like, the worst Lonely Island ever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck these unfunny, terrible rapping motherfuckers. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I don't, I don't know, I don't really have 
<clears throat> much to say on it. I don't think I even voted on it on the page. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was I don't cool. know if that was Richie's opinion or if he's just falling asleep. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> Richie was trying to seduce. <laughs> Come on, I was you look thirsty as hell on this screen. I need a cosplay girl. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Richie over here looking thirsty as hell. <laughs> No. I've been waiting <laughs> for you. I'm just chilling, dog. Like this what this what we do, man. You win shit. You you look supremely <laughs> chill right now. <laughs> Talk about it, you know? <laughs> so Guess you look like Mr. Freeze getting a foot massage chill right now. Like, <laughs> guest reviewer. Yeah, that's really chill, though. Guest reviewer, she's going to review the rest of the tracks for me. What's that, awesome. That sounds good. <laughs> she's much prettier than me. So 2D6. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She had some shade. She was just... <laughs> Wait, What? Oh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. In a battle of who's the prettier one in the pair of you, I don't know. I don't know. Jerry's still out on that. <laughs> 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 I hit my elbow. What, what song are we even talking about? 2D6. 2D6, hello, but we can move past that if I everybody's a, done? No, I have a small Fine. thing to say about it. Okay. It wasn't as good as previous... 2D6 showings, it had uh, a little bit of like an overlapping quality with Stuck and Cliff B that it just didn't come across, and it just kind of took away from the track, you know. Mm -hmm. I could see how they were trying to go, but they, they missed the mark by a fair bit. Yeah. That was a bad And that's all I have to say about that. I got confused halfway through when they started just throwing in weird samples of things. I didn't know what was happening or if it was even the song anymore. I wasn't a fan of the delivery. The cadence on verse one was not was not up to snuff. Not for a round five track. Not if you've been participating in the VPC like they've done almost here. If you're gonna be in VPC, you better bring the heat. Yeah, basically. I mean, I'll come right on and say it. yes. Like, it is round five too. We like you gotta this. be serious. You gotta Have go hard. I can get down with that. We got a uh, Space Masters with uh, the Bisley. Hmm. Delivery yeah. was flat. Flat. Right? Flat. And the lyrics were kind of like uninteresting. I found, you know, in some of the places it seemed like uh, rapping 101 rhymes. I don't know if you found that, Chubbs, but you seem like the kind of person. Who Yes. Yeah, it was just all you know, like cat in the hat. My name is Pat, and I'm really fucking fat. Now listen to my bars. <laughs> hashtag bars. Like it just it didn't didn't uh, turn my crank over. They sound. <laughs> I think the vocals sounded like they were recorded on like an old Android tablet. Yeah, I mean there was just no umph to the delivery. I mean the, I mean the vocalists, both of them. Yeah, both of them just sounded like they were just reading off of their songbook, just lyrics, 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 lyrics. I would have loved to see, or I would have loved to hear more energy come out 
of Athena Omega. And I think if there's anything that she should take away from this, it's to really work on that cadence and work on that delivery. You think it'll up her game? Yeah, they oh, have mad potential. They got, they got mad potential, though. Like, I see the yeah. potential. You know. You got time to judge? They're like space oh. overseers. They're not yeah. quite space masters, but they're like the space <laughs> overseers. The space apprentices, maybe? Yeah, no, like, yeah, the space, the space Padawan. You know, <laughs> you're still badass because it takes a lot to be a Jedi Padawan. Like, you got to move shit with the Force, and not everybody can do that, you know? So, just a little more work, a little more work on the saber skills, and pretty soon you'll be a space master for real, you know? Yeah, but don't be trying to go up against Richie uh, Gone Jin, fucking yeah. Obi Wan nah, Kadesh Flow. <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke. That was no, that really I like the Obi Wan to death for Oh no, I just I just love that. Just the whole like wait, so you have time to judge, but you're not participating. Nah honey, wrongzilla. Come on, you look like a kind of gently nebbishy white dude from the Northeast. You know, I, I get that often. I, 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 I yeah. get that often. Yeah. You know, we are of the same group. Zilla for Rilla. I mean, you like pastrami, he likes pastrami. That's really just the most defining factor, really. So that's all that matters at that point. Have you ever played League of Legends? Because that would really cement the, uh, the correlation. Have I played what? Probably Have not. you ever played League of Legends? Because then that would really, like, you know, cement no. the uh, the relationship there. The Zillas, two no. Zillas, both alike in dignity. No, I don't. We're like more like Zilla cousins, like where you know there's like a ton of us, and then we're over <laughs> here and he's there, and you know, I can see how it gets very confusing though. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, go to bread. Generic horrorcore song. Mm. I consistently disliked Go to Bread. Um, Go to no, Bread. This was no exception for me. Even before the ticketing? Song. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I put on here that the, that the Vox are pretty low and Stro is overpowering. It seemed very gimmicky. There's reverb. The lyrics were just not exciting. Yeah, it was just meh. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't grab me in that place that some of the other things did. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Rocky Horror. In a bad way. Just the, yeah. All of these reviews sound like none of you listened to this track. <laughs> oh, I did. So I did. I did. It was like, yo, nah, man, that's that's like, that's like when you took the advanced English class in high school and you didn't read the book over the summer but you tried to bullshit through the test. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a song about generic horrorcore. Reminded me of Rocky Horror, yeah. Well, I mean, like, in their delivery, the way they were like... Uh, I know I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to it, a little bit of it. So this wasn't... this this. I mean, the song was bad, of course, but... I really think it's dri dri driven home by the fact that if you're gonna if you're gonna attack a genre, don't be exactly that genre. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
just because you're making fun of it, if you're still doing exactly the same thing, you end up being just as unpleasant to listen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or, uh, there was no, like, ironic delivery in the generic horrorcore song. No, it was not even it was exactly as advertised. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, maybe there's... Maybe there's really there was no irony in it. They're like, we're gonna make a generic horrorcore song because we know that's what we could do. Space <laughs> mission accomplished. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's like mission accomplished with what's on that aircraft carrier. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't get past the first. Um, I mean, out of hook. It was like the, I think I got about two minutes in. I. I wish I could have not listened to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how dare I have to listen? And I'd have to listen to things like twice to three times. So I'm like, what's this even fucking about? And and so, oh, God, there were so many times where I'm like, I wish I could just give this a one and being like, I refuse to listen to the if not for if not for O positive, that could have been the worst of the world. <laughs> oh. I mean, but that's not saying like I'll give them. I think they went off five rounds though. Go to bread, and I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo, like it takes a lot of guts to do that. You know, there's no shade. You know, like. I think everybody has potential because shit. If I were to enter VPC in like 2011, shit, I would be go to bread. Shit, like real shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been doing the VPC since it first came out, and I mean, it you know it put me through the ringer. Like every well, Alex was the easiest to work with because I know him and we've already been working together. But, I mean, if you want to get your rap, I guess rap chops up or whatever, um, the VPC is a perfect place for that. I mean, there are exercises. You have to work with with somebody else or there's group work. You get notes. You you know, you get heat, flamed, whatever, and you come out a better performer and a better artist. Go look at, I only made it two rounds last year, VPC. Mm -hmm. My my producer disappeared, but, but my songs were not good. And I got feedback, and I took the feedback and worked on my stuff. Absolutely. And I released stuff, and then I got more feedback, and I was like, yeah, that person's right. That that thing was bad. I wasn't, like, yeah. all super defensive, like, oh, yeah. man, you're talking bad about me. So if, if we say your song is bad, it's it's with love. It's not meant, you know, in any not, not for me. There's definitely... But a lot of people hung in there. We had the lowest grade of attrition for any VPC. We've had more teams join and stick into the end than we had in the previous tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. So for all of the whining and all of the belly aching, people had a drive to hang in there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's well for the participants. They want to improve somehow. You know, yeah. so... Who's so next that's... on our list? Uh, team Shred Tech and uh, Zelenka with Sidestep. Sidestep, man, I liked this team, but I didn't like. I did not like this track. Um, I don't, I don't know who Hordor is, but this was. I have a note here that this was my most aggravating uh, guest of the list. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I kind of. I actually didn't think the track overall was that bad. Besides, I thought it could have been mixed better. I mean, it was underwhelming overall. But like, whoever I don't, I didn't pay attention to who the guest 
verse or whatever it was, and I haven't listened to all their tracks and around all the way through, so I wasn't sure what was the guess. But there was this one verse on there that was just the worst verse. Like I, I mean, it was really bad. It was like it was a really terrible thing. And I think the way Ryan is holding his head too, I'm like it must have been really bad. Well, the, yeah. so the thing was, I wasn't paying attention because I probably, I may not to be just real time, I may not have listened all the way through if I hadn't been listening, multitasking my listen to the BBC at that point because I was at work. But that verse made me pay attention to the song because of how bad it was. So I was like, it was on this song. Yeah. Wait, which verse? The opening verse. I think okay. it was. Because the, the opening verse... It wasn't the opening verse. Oh, uh, I thought that one was fairly flat in the delivery. Yeah, it was kind of bland to my ears. And we listened to this one today because, you know, we had to drive 28 hours or however long we were in the car. It felt like mm -hmm. fucking forever. So we are like, oh, the roundtable today, we should probably refresh the tracks. And, yeah, no, we listened to that one. It was towards the end, so we've been listening for a while. And, yeah, it was just... There's nothing really distinguishable about it. Zelenka's bars were probably solid, but the delivery needs work. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what I took away from it. I think Zelenka's pretty new to the game. I think he can have some potential over time, but it's just a matter of taking feedback, adjusting, and learning from it. Yeah. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't a big fan of the guest verse on it. Um, I think if I remember exactly which one, I think I thought the beat me? was pretty all right, though. I guess to pinpoint like the flow thing, and I think this would help a lot of people. I think people get really wrapped up in trying to bring, and this was this happened with this song. I think people get um, really wrapped up in trying to bring some character or something. I guess you would call it character to their verses and forget the cadence exists. And cadence is like the most important thing you can do when you spit. If you spit with the cadence that you own, you know, it could be the simplest set of bars ever, and it's going to sound dope because you sold the yeah. message of it. And, um, I mean, a lot of teams did that, but uh, this song, I guess, sounded awkward to me. Like, the, the bar sounded awkward, and it kind of caught me up there. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was Yeah, what I was also trying to get at when I said it was just it was flat in the, in the delivery. I mean, you, wanna, you want to... Um, do it like you're giving a some sort of presentation or like an inspirational speech or something because you know music you're trying to inspire or like reach people, and so if you're if you're giving your bars and you're just very technical like yeah you you got through it and it got the job done but you're not a machine right you're supposed to reach out to another dimension and so you have to pay very close attention to your sentences and deliver them in you know an aspect that would and. Know, inspire someone's mind as if they were reading a, a book or listening to a story. So that's what that, that first verse kind of came off uh, sounding like. It was very technical and you know got the job done, but this isn't machinery, right? It's music. Dang. Yes. I think the, both uh, you and Ryan there had some really good things to say, and I think you know going back to a lot of the stuff that uh, Ryan was saying about Cadence being important, I think that that just doesn't apply to this one. I think that's just good fucking advice for a rapper. Mm -hmm. So, you know, plus one. I upvote that comment. So would you say oh, one up? Yes, I one up that comment. <laughs> <laughs> one up that comment. <laughs> one up. One, one up. up. So we do. We get one up. One up. <laughs> one up, one up. <laughs> hey, I know that song. 
Right. Pretty good day. Okay. I'm sticking for the next one, and then I'm hopping off. All right. No. Next up, we've got a antisocial mayor Wirtz with Bragmaster, featuring Willie Steels. I actually voted this one really high. Um, this was one of my favorite tracks from Mayor Wirtz and Antisoc. Um, really? I know. I know that a lot of people felt like it was the tired braggadocio material or whatever, but uh, I I liked this one a lot. Um, it played into my interest. You're silly sometimes. I just I didn't think it, I didn't think it was their best showing. That's all. I like what I like. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I He's am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It kind of had very mixed scores from the judges. I mean, it ranged anywhere from a four up to a seven. So I mean, it just it seems to be yep. Just kind of average. Yeah, kind of you know. I mean, four's a little on the low side. Seven's, you know, pretty good on the high side. So I guess people like what they like. Fair enough. I mean, I guess they were probably consistently average throughout the competition. I don't know what the scores are historically. And like you don't have a EP look, name. But... Consistently average. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good EP name. So then, I guess uh, you like what you like, except the panel dislikes what it dislikes. Absolutely. <laughs> Front runners, why is everybody shaking their head at this track? What uh, what did you find disagreeable? With I what mayor words? Yeah. I um, thought it was I... average. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, there was really no variation on the beat. It was. I thought it was too simple. Leaves a lot to be desired. And I mean, they played it very safe last round too. So I was expecting them to go all out like every other team, but this was not. You know, like Arzarina said, this was not their best showing. This was not ham enough for Shubzilla. It was not. It was no, not ham enough. The testicles were not grabbed. <laughs> 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 what was that? Jesus Christ. Take <laughs> it back to that dissected lizard again. I grabbed those testicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on those lizard nuts. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, um, we've got uh, Hormones and Nave, Not a Good Excuse, featuring a few people. Few people on that one. I also super enjoyed this track. Um, I did too. This was one of my favorite rounds, honestly. And, uh, like, we, I didn't get the chance in the beginning, but I had the most common. Uh, user submitted question for this panel, which was Steve Perry. Who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this was a fun one. I I like this track a lot. Um, Perry, why did you not like this track? What's wrong with you? Hold on. Let me let me look at the let me, let me look at my notes on this one. Um, okay, which one is this? This is hormones. This thing. Okay, there it is. There it is. What did I what did I say? I remember this this track enough. Um, so here's the deal. Um, Navi and hormones went hard to the strange as much as they could, which is not surprising with Navi on a team. And sometimes those experiments work, and sometimes they don't. And I feel like this was a one where, since the chorus was gently grating, 
since the since they didn't have time to really polish it by not like honestly if this had been recorded on you know on a day that wasn't the day of submission like their tracks worked because they put time and effort into making the experimental parts all make sense with themselves and this felt more like a slap together very like good for slap together but still slap together and so um which is you know they admit and so um, I graded it down because to me it to me it was like a, a like a unedited, half written, half baked, uh, humorous idea that just lost the uh, musicality and went too far into the humorous, um, which made me like it for like one listen, but then not like it again. So I gave it a I, I, what did I, I gave this a six, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't trash it. A six is definitely mm-hmm. on the upper side of average. For um, you, yeah. Well, that'll track. <laughs> One out of ten. Middle of that a is a five is still... and a six. This isn't Game Informer here, people. Shitty yeah. average. <laughs> uh, seven or eight. They get fucking fives and sixes, because that's where average goes in, 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 in scoring, is fives and sixes. I actually didn't. No this the, this this track for me was like when you have like a really well seasoned piece of meat that isn't marinated and it's dry. So you take the bite out of it yeah, you and you're like you're like whoa, this is a good piece of chicken or steak or whatever. And then you start chewing on it and you like have to drink the water because you're struggling with it because once you actually got into it, it was like dry as hell. And you were like, damn, the chicken's dry as hell. You know, you're like struggling with it. But um, but that's like because I I love everything that Navi and Hormones did conceptually in this competition and when I heard the track and how it was coming in I was like super excited about it and then I guess the guest verses let me down because it's that I mean like I get like the difference and the you know the you know the different nature of what they do but it was like it was kind of like what Steve said it was like kind of like stacked on top of each other in a way that. Didn't really blend very well. Like it could have taken more time, been better delivered. And, you know, kind of it kind of let me down as I got further along in the track. That's kind of where I was on it. I, I think I think my problem with it is that you know they were they were one of those teams that was fighting for that you know finishing in the top three, and I was expecting to be absolutely blown away. You know, thinking this is where you're going to pull out all the stops, you're going to bring it all because you want that finish. And then I think I just felt a little let down. And I think that that just kind of negatively impacted how I felt about it because I wanted it to be better than it ended up being. Not that it wasn't good, it just wasn't as good as I hoped. It definitely had a haphazard quality to it that I found that it really was detrimental to the overall feeling of the track. It just it felt a little like slapdash. I feel like if they had maybe like another day or so, they could have tightened things up in the arrangement and with the mixing and effects that they could have put on it. And I think that that just lost time really hindered them this time. Hmm. Uh, well, take that, Navi. <laughs> like I want to say, Navi overall, they're still one of my top five teams. Like, like, completely. Yeah, like, like he does the crazy shit that I wish more musicians in every genre would push with. And when it executes well, it is like, I kid you not, I like, I'm in love with everything that Navi does, pretty much. 
but when it doesn't, that's the danger. When you push to that edge, sometimes you fall on the wrong side of it, and 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 so it it, it really does break my heart because I like I agree with Wit. It it broke my heart a little bit because I was like, this is gonna be like the most epic, weird mm-hmm. fucking crap, and I'm gonna listen to it like a hundred times just because I love it so much, and I don't want to listen to it again. Yeah, it was yeah, good. The subversive just didn't work here, you know. That is one of the words that I would assign to Navi style. It's utterly subversive of the entire, like, nerdcore style of the past few years. It's very, like, uh, highly intellectual, I find. And it, it, it still was. This track still was. But they just didn't have the polish that they needed to pull it off and make it as good as it could have been. Because I feel like if there was more polish, it would have destroyed everything and maybe some people would have some more money and other people's would have less. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, who knows? That's where I get off, by the way. That's where I get off. That's what you get off? What? That's a weird (laughs) way to phrase that. (laughs) 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 Don't care. And Navi had my favorite track of round four. Oh, sorry, man. No, I'm glad Navi had the favorite track of round four. We're leaving this with what gets Steve Perry off. (laughs) (laughs) Delaret and Skull Kid did a track about indie video games. I also liked this one. Steve Perry voted it a four because he's a dick. What did everybody besides Steve Perry think? I kind of liked it. You know, I liked the subject matter. Uh, as a fledgling indie game developer myself, I could I could respect it. So I gotta I gotta give that one a good. It was good to me. Yeah. There you go. Delaret spoke to the heart of Richie Branson. That should be Thank worth you guys. some kind achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I gave it a seven. So there we go. There's another vote substantially higher than Steve Perry's. How about you, one up? Who are we talking about again? Goldkid. We're real indie or some shit. Full indie. Oh, I like this one. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Says T. Wow. I'm sure it's not T, but. Okay, is it just me, or does Richie look a little bit like Billy D. Williams right now? They're like, am I the only one getting that vibe? What? Billy D. Williams? Yeah. You know, and that's right. a compliment, because he's a handsome man. He's a handsome yeah, he man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know why, but just, you know, you with you know, the stroke in your chin, nice mustache, you know, you got that strong jaw. I don't, I don't know why, but that just appealed to me right now. Ray, Ray, you're a cool dude, man. Ray, Ray you're a cool dude. You're all right with me, man. <laughs> You're all right, I appreciate man. that, brother. <laughs> Can you guys take this to J Date? We're talking VPC here. Why J Date? Out of all, the... <laughs> you know why. <laughs> what is J Date? I don't know what that is. Look, my ex girlfriend's Jewish. Is the only reason I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> J Date is the Jewish is like Christian mingle for Jews. <laughs> Except it's got a way higher success rate than like any of them. I used Bro, to do J-Date. No, no shit though. I bet you can find a rich, 
like a rich girl in J date, man. <laughs> what, are you just saying all Jewish people are rich? I'm just saying they're all paid, man. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Bro, I could tell you some story. Anyway, we won't go there. Nah. That's another podcast. True story about Drake, man. Like his family's rich. Like they own like all these nightclubs called Graham Central Station. There's one like down the street, like not too far from where I live. But yeah, before he came famous, his family been had money, man. Man, my Drake. ex's my ex's uncle was the CEO of the AP. Holy Just shit! Throw that out there. But anyway. And she's your ex. <laughs> hey, I don't think for money, man. You know. There was a prenup involved, and didn't want anything to do with that. I, look, you could have been in every damn newspaper. Kadesh Flow. Kadesh <laughs> Flow. latest album, AP Report. Kadesh Flow sneezes today. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean she was, she's my ex, but I was just playing Donkey 60, Donkey 64 in her apartment like 20 minutes ago before we started this or whatever. You need to be playing Donkey Kong 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Quit bullshitting, man. <laughs> Get these neckies nuts. <laughs> Donkey Kong 69. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, so I could take that statement as a compliment and just move on. But anyway. Very good. Very good indeed. Very good. So Stevie Kincaid showed up this round. Um, he's uh, kind of a nerdcore historian, uh, one of those classic figures, and he joined uh, what cool is forever now. Right, the Jitney Houston. Why am I here? Wattsworth. Um, I also like this song. There Steve Perry. You, you again seem to be the only guy that didn't like this song. What is your complaint about this one? Let me look at my uh, feedback. Oh, here. Uh, you just let need me to look keep back that document open. Oh, never mind. Hmm. Hold on. Wait, Brian, does your thing say deserve the win? <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised, though? <laughs> Look at mine. Stevie <laughs> um, Kincaid was good. Uh, beat was decent, but um, fucking um, Legitney Houston is not good. The dubs were all over the place. The hypes were all over the place. Um, uh, it wasn't, like, the worst track of the round, certainly, but um, especially when I can't really, it's, it was hard. I listened to this three, this one three times in a row and then went back and listened to it. And I still wasn't a hundred percent sure on a hard topic, um, which definitely negatively impacted it. It just like, there was nothing. Okay. So there was nothing particularly stand out. The beat was like decent and again, Stevie Kincaid's all right. But, um, but uh, and then because I had to listen to it, and I think it's just about rap life, I like or be or rapping, or rapping hard or some such. And so pretty much, if someone submitted a track of of hip hop about hip hop, which I realized Death Star did as well, so I did this on purpose. Um, uh, I I marked it down almost automatically because that's my least favorite subject in hip hop is rap about rap. You have oh, a weird sorry. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Like you can put a spin on it, make it good. You can do the the fears track of y'all's in a, a round four, um, and 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 have it be like a, about wanting to hold on to the life and having a real fear. But if you're just rapping, like it, it made me mark uh, Shubs's track down um, because I couldn't derive something other than monsters of rap. It honestly made me rap and do your fifth round. It's one of my least favorite subjects. It's tired. It's played out. I could collect 
all of the Mega Man songs that nerd music has done in its entirety and find more rap about rap songs in one normal indie rapper's discography than all of nerd music's Mega Man track, and that's one of the most popular games referenced. And so it's a done subject unless you can put like some sort of other spin on it so that it's included in a greater topic. And so, yeah, and then also, yeah, again, the production was garbage. The vocal production was garbage. Um, and, uh, and that's with Legitty Houston being a friend. Delarat, also a friend. I gave him a four. He's a friend. You know, and I gave him a four. <laughs> Pretty sure I got a four in round one, and I mean we're, Probably, we're friends, right? Like, the, it has nothing to do with personal. It's if I like the track, if I think it's talented, if I think it's reasonable. Four, five, and six meant kind of on one or other side of average. Seven, eight, and nine meant good, and three, two, and one meant please don't submit another round. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I'm to be fair, you know. Now. I mean, yeah, it's not about personals because you know it, it's 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 the VPC. You know, it's not the vocalist producer congeniality contest. So yeah, I mean, it's fair. The same RuPaul's best cool, friend race. You know? Yeah, exactly. RuPaul's best friend race. Yeah, shouldn't have to the top of the call. Anybody got top right here? Yeah. Yeah, I thought this track was okay. It was all right. You know, there, there was potential. It wasn't met. Hopefully it will be met in the future when Coolest Friend Ever Now does their album, which I'm looking forward to, honestly, you know. But this wasn't the execution that they needed, and hopefully they fix it. Word. 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 So should we even bother talking about the Death Star track or just... No. I don't know. Do we all want to suck Steve Perry's dick for like five minutes? No. That beat was real. That beat was really good, though. Yeah, that beat was up, though. It, it reminded me of uh, that... Well, he's uh, a good producer. That, uh, I'm not saying I'm a good rapper, because I'm not. Um, and, uh, uh, like, it was an alright track, I guess. I would have given, like I said, I would have given it a five, maybe a six if I was feeling generous. Zero is a perfectly acceptable response to it, though. It was a good track, but I definitely enjoyed reading the review of it more than I enjoyed listening to the track. It inspired some good literature. So, you know, kudos to that. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, real talk, I mean, Obvi, like, Death Star is fam fam. Um, they've done better tracks. Uh, yeah, just a few. Like a couple. <laughs> just like two. Two. Like two. Um, <laughs> all of them. Um, you know, it was one of those things where uh, you guys put it together, so it was, you know, you could tell. I needed it as a judging litmus test for the rest of the tracks, is really what it was. Oh, that was your bar? This, what? That was your bar? Is that, is that what it... I saw that, and it I I found it hard to digest the concept of not as good as Death Star's track. <laughs> you are the honesty that I wish all of Nerdcore had. I love it. Oh my god. You are the honesty because it's like I say things like, and people are like, no, no, it's good, and I'm like, eh. I could have tried harder. <laughs> yeah, most certainly. Um, it, I, I think once you once you analyze the scores of this round in the lens of 
wasn't as good as the Death Star track, it becomes clear that your one good ear is as flawed as the other. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> wow. For that anyone raw, man. tracks uh, to a uh, half-deaf coach or half-deaf listening audience at all, if you pan something hard to the right side, in my case, or the left whatever their deaf side is, they don't hear it on headphones. And so that really negatively impacts my track judgment. I know for a fact there were two tracks three. I repeat, and I'm like, garbage. And then someone's like, no, listen to it on like real speakers. And I'm like, oh shit, this is decent, or like a little bit better at least. So I that happens. That you're not listening to shit on mono on your headphones, Steve Perry. Headphone. I listen to it as a coach. Oh shit. <laughs> so, like, like the audio version of a monocle. <laughs> I'm like an ear clopian judge. <laughs> I think that um one of cosplay's email addresses is brilliant. Oh, minus the ear. Love minus, I love yeah. it. I love it so much. It's a reference to minus the bear, which is a math rock band. Because I love math rock. Yeah, no, I, I, I picked up on that, but math I just rock. I thought it was so clever the first time I saw it. Like, I was just blown away. And now everybody knows where to direct their hate mail if they feel the need That's to. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Call me up. Hashtag doxed. Keeping all your docs, bro. Keep it on my desktop. <laughs> still, the, still the best nerdcore verse of the whole tournament, regardless of what Steve Perry says. What about, uh, let, let's move on. Good job, Steve Perry, um, and good job to uh, MC3PO. Um, consistently, I think, uh, slept on during the during the tournament, but uh, he shines in his home element, and, you know, you guys are carried by Bill Beats. So, good job, Bill Beats. <laughs> you are fully carried by Bill Beats, it's true. Fully carried. It's like Bill Beats carries 3P on his back, and then Cosplay just kind of stands on both of their shoulders while Bill Beach just walks around very slowly. Is, it's the weirdest cheerleader crazy. pyramid of all time. That's <laughs> 600 plus pounds of man on Bill Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially over 700, honestly. That's hilarious. He is Depends on the time of year. <laughs> really does. That's yeah, funny. So what about Ashita's track, um, The Promise? This featured one of the one of the new kids, 12 Distilled. She's one of the new females uh, that's been breaking into doing some nerdcore. Um, I like this one, the judges, uh, except for Steve Perry, also scored this one moderately high. Um, it, it got what would be considered a generous six out of K. Murdoch, too. So uh, I don't know what it, Final Fantasy it, X was, no, that was 13, right? The yeah, was a sample from Final Fantasy Thirteen, right? Yeah, no, that wasn't a ten sample. That was thirteen then. Mm -hmm. But that... the the sample there and the beat in general was the low point for me. It really it had a like lot that. going on in it, and I think that um, there might have been some inexperience mixing singing as opposed to rap, because the hook could have been better if it had some effects, maybe a little bit of layering. You know, maybe if um, the 
main had been stacked a few times, it would have been a little bit more clear. But the way it was, it didn't have like the punch and the soaring power that I know Twill's voice can produce because she is a dope songstress. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll agree with that one. The that hook could have been mixed a little better, but I, I like the beat. I thought it was it was simple, right? Um, you know the melody that he that it carries. I I can't remember exactly where it is in Final Fantasy Thirteen, but I mean it's supposed to be a very like chilled, laid back, and so I think using it and not over you know overdoing the drum pattern did it a little bit more justice than it would have done if Eddie. I don't know. And that's my two cents. And I'm I think the Sheeta's delivery was pretty solid on it, though, so I'll give him that. You know, his gravely, de- his gravely delivery works with the simplisticness of the beat, but I think that the beat could have had a little bit more ornamentation to really make it sparkle. And then, yeah, the mixing thing I mentioned earlier would have taken it to uh, a better level than it was at. You know, I think um, I enjoyed the the song though. It's just I found a few things to be lacking. A few things, a few things to be lacking. So it didn't have shine, but uh, I mean, we're breaking into the uh, well, we're getting close anyway to the upper half, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what do you think carried this track? Um, I think Ashita's delivery is solid, but he's uh, it like this was nothing ground shaking, right? So was it Twill that carried the track up into the fifteenth slot? I mean, is it fair to say that I? I'm going to say it. I just did say it. That's what I'm saying. You said it. All right. Then. You did say it. it. Yeah. Fucking argue with me about it. What if I don't want to? Mm, what if right. I just want to stroke your hair and tell you that you're beautiful? All right. Well, that's fair to you. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite team of round five, my absolute favorite team, has been Jolimus and Lamp God. And it's not just because I absolutely adore Jolimus and Lamp God. Um, I've I found this to be consistently in their wheelhouse. They do what they do well. Um, I enjoy all of their submissions, and Slow Walkers 2 uh, was no exception to that. I even think Yugen, the new guy, Yugen did a pretty good job, um, plus the, the source material, right? Slow Walkers, this is a funny song that no one else has done in Nerdcore, and I enjoy yeah. it. It was their best showing technically. technically. Uh, Jolimus' vocals, were, they sounded really fucking good. Yeah, they did. They for sounded the, really For good. the first time in the contest. I know a little bit about mixing Jolimus. I do it pretty regularly, and I was one of the first people to manage to extract that kitchen next to window sound, and this is the first time that I've heard Nick really pull it off, and he pulled it off, and it it shows, considering they've got, you know, a top half, well, basically top half placement in here. And I think that, yeah, no, it, it was solid. I enjoyed it. And, yeah, there we go. Words. I thought it was a great fucking song. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I like that mixing. I like that sampling. Did we lose Richie Branson and 1UP? Yeah, we lost lost some of our star power. Well, screw those guys. Cadence Floyd, what did you think of this track? Huh? Huh? He's dreaming of lizards. Uh, are we still talking about the Jolimus and the uh, Lamp God track? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't sound so disappointed. No, I... <laughs> are you still on that? Gotcha. I, I, <laughs> I actually enjoyed it. That, that's, this, is the, this round of track is the only track that they've done that I enjoyed. 
I thought it was a great track. It was. It was. I was actually shocked, really, when I listened to it. Not even gonna lie. That's no. That I mean, no disrespect to either one of them. I was really, 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 really shocked when I listened to it. I was like, whoa. Because, again, I was on autopilot working. I wasn't really paying attention to who it was until I went back and looked. Let me take a shot. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to who, who it was until I went back and looked. Um, but, yeah, well, I dug it. That was, that was solid. Very good. Cool. So, what, next? Is that it? God, you guys are, man. Um, I don't know if uh, Sir Richard Branson has uh, any input, but yeah, no, I've, I've said what I have to say. I don't know if he's there. He's... Richie seems to be struggling. Um, <laughs> Pop- Poverty Man and Fatback Supreme showed up with J-Dot, who I don't know, and uh, D-Bane, Dylan Bane, who I'm actually a fan of from the RT days. It's another old name that popped up out of nowhere. Um this was a good track, well-received. Finally, we get one that Steve Perry actually liked. Um, the uh, crowd score, I think, was a little lower than it should have been. Um, I think that was just some stacked voting. Votes started getting pretty weird in this round. Um, how did you guys enjoy our 13th place track? Um, I don't even know what this was called. Collabos? Yeah, Collabos. Uh, it was a little long for my taste even for a posse track round. Like, it went on for nearly six minutes, and at that point, like, I couldn't tell whose verses were who, and I sort of lost interest throughout it, and I believe I started talking about, I don't know, bugs or something, whatever. You know, whatever comes to mind. Lizards. I can agree. I liked I liked it. I think it went a little long, but I really did like it. But I think it would have benefited from being, like, you know, a good minute or so shorter. I'm not sure that I listened to this one. I don't recognize it. <laughs> At least That's you're fair honest. enough. <laughs> I I yeah. this to this um, because it, honestly, it was the first time I wasn't disappointed by this team. Um, so I think it it, it it juked my score from a seven to an eight. Also, because I knew it wouldn't really matter at this point. But um, but for the first time, I agree it was a little long. But for the first time, my notes on it that are on the scoring thing are the wrong copy-paste. They're from, like, some other track in some other round. But uh, for the first time, I'm like, okay, this would have been a great first round, and then they could have gotten better over time from this. Because I know that when uh, Poverty is done right, he does really well, and he can also not do very well. And most of their tracks were lackluster, and this was the first time where I was pretty happy with most of the verses. I also really like Pops Ghostly. So that doesn't doesn't hurt. Wait, was was it ghostly on this one? There's something. No, on this it one. wasn't. No, that was on XOC. Whoever one of one of his one of his guests made me very happy. It might have been D Bang then. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I want to say again as well. I apologize because I dropped I dropped that track when I was getting all the tracks up because of everything going on this week. So I just want to apologize again publicly that I'm sorry about that. Oh yeah, I definitely didn't listen to it there because I was I said I was going to listen to it and then I didn't. Um, that close happened. So sorry about that. I apologize to anybody listening to this. In fact, that's affiliated. But the bonus of me forgetting is that it got to be the top track and the first one everybody opened up to. So, eh, maybe not that bad. Well, good. Then let's talk about my song. Yay. Yay. We did really good. <laughs> Actually, I did this song last night at uh, the show in Asheville, and I got Yeshua Morningstar from Last Word Vendors, shout out to Last Word Vendors for throwing a dope show, 
to do a freestyle during Router's spot, and the crowd loved it. They were all jamming to your uh, industrial vibes and my post-nuclear sexy jam raps. So, so you know, sexy. So it, sexy. It, it worked well live. But yeah, I'm 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 interested to hear what some other people have to say about it. Obviously, because yeah. Well, then stop talking. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really liked it. I thought I thought the track was awesome. I'm trying not to talk a whole lot, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm also trigger putting my back right now. Somebody yeah, else was... tell me what they liked about my song. Come on. I thought the intro was the best part. The intro was yeah. good. There was yeah. a lot of moaning there. So that wasn't like a current... That wasn't like a new MC router verse. That was an old one? That was an old router verse. Okay. Because he but has it was like... All res- take on it. Resurrected her. I mean, I've never really listened to her music, but I knew she was a very old staple of nerdcore. Uh, and so I was like, wow, they brought her out of the bag. That's crazy. It's really She's crazy. In- there was yeah. absolutely no way Router was going to do a nerdcore track. Unless yeah. it would have been totally like halal. Like if we rapped about like halal meat or something, like there might have been a chance. You know, something positive about Islam. Steve but, Perry, say something nice about this track. Um, the production was amazing. <laughs> um, the, 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 I like like it was, it, I think I mentioned this in my notes. It's definitely not my bag of beat production, but the quality and ability of it shown through enough for me to step out of that. And press B's part, I actually marked it down for the MC Router stuff um, because I hated MC Router then, and I don't care to listen to her now, or Bobby Hill, as I call her. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, sounds like fucking Bobby Hill. Um, but uh, 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 but like honestly, this. This wasn't my favorite from you guys. I think I liked an earlier round a little bit better, but um, uh, the rapping was actually like like uh, it, it, not so much surprising, but I think it was executed. And surprising that I learned that you wrote it kind of recently, or like in a tighter space. Um, yeah, because no, it, it felt was definitely production time. But this one, the production was good enough to get out of my taste to admire the production ability as is, versus uh, letting my, my personal preferences negatively affect it, which is, which is good, because I know that, you know, obviously you can produce speaker. Um, well, obviously, this, this track is clearly evidence that I am a very good producer. Clearly, yes. <laughs> You're the best, the best you producer. Agree? I agree. I thought you would. Shubs, darling. Yes, dear. Well, what did you have to think of our track? I'm actually pretty interested in what you what your notes were on it. Okay, well, um, what's it called? I don't listen to Router. Anybody will tell you. So I thought. So I was like, oh, they got Router on a track. Great. And then when I heard it was like, um, like an older verse, I was a little bummed because of all y'all know, talent more talented rappers and vocalists, and I would have liked to see somebody else come through. But, you know, what's done is done. Um, I love the production. You know, Beaker, shout out. And, Rafe, you take the notes, and it shows. Like, your cadence is getting better. Uh, Loving the delivery. Keep it up, man. Like, really. Well, that's very sweet of you. It's very encouraging. You know, I really do appreciate it. 
so right, I try Rafe. to learn wherever I can. But that's enough about me. All right, Rafe, are you full of positive attention? That felt good. Absolutely. That, that <laughs> definitely fills the god hole. We, cer- we certainly deserve the win. Not going to point fingers. Uh, Johnny Haggins slash Broken Satellite. Um, this was another one of those uh, pop-ups that I really enjoyed. DN3, um, I like him a lot. Uh, I like his participation in um, whatever Rand's group is in Phoenix, um, the poets or whatever. And uh, Professor Shy Guy was also on this track. Um, this was fun and bouncy and a good song. And I don't know who Johnny Hackenslash is, but I want more of him in Broken Satellite. Uh, what did y'all think of this one? I thought they... Out of all the out of all of our submissions and all that, I think they actually used the guest vocalist the most creatively. I mean, a, I mean, Absolutely. the the theme of having no friends and then having a bunch of people on it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's cheeky, ironic, whatever. And I thought they did pretty well with it. Um, love the switch up from intro to beatbox, where he was just like. Fine, the beat doesn't want to be my friend, I will beatbox and then, you know, the slow build up back up to beat. Um, that was that was a good ch- switch up. The timing was perfect on that. So, yay. I love this track. I really do. I thought it was great. I just it it made me laugh. It stood out and I just I really really love Johnny Hackenslash's voice. I just think it's great. There's something about it that really sticks out to me. And his impressions. Yeah, no, he... Weren't those fun impressions? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Oh, I, just I, spot I, on. He's like, oh, there's impressions. I'm so, I'm, you know, I'm there now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got the Shabzillas for once delighted and less grumpy award. I was going to say that chicken wasn't dry. <laughs> there was some gravy on that chicken. It didn't eat gravy. It was just seasoned well, you know. Oh, what even it was moist. Yeah, it was moist. moist. Congratulations on your moist chicken, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought the the track was cute. Like I really liked it. Congratulations on your moist chicken. <laughs> it's not going to choke you. All right, so who do we uh, who do we got next? Um, another good one. Ann Hobbs and Two Ton Twenty One did our no, 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 no. Oh, did I skip somebody? Yeah, you yeah. skipped. Um, Batzo Milk. Yep. Oh yeah, Milk Plus. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Woo! 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 <laughs> That's why I said to, to Zulk's verse, man. Zulk brought that fire on that verse. I was like, I was like, man, this track is gonna be nuts. He's about to just just. Kill the game with this track. I mean, he just woo, just flames, and then it and then it dropped off after his verse, and that's kind of what happened. That's that was my mistake. This was another one that I thought was really really long because it was really really long, and I think that after a point the collaborations didn't enrich the track, and at that point since they don't enrich, they actually detract. And Agreed. it wasn't. It, it didn't have the shine that earlier Exo uh, Batso Milk tracks had. I think like maybe if they had ju- just had like Ranger and Pops Ghostly, or you know, two out of three in whichever configuration you want, would have made it excel a bit more. But everything about it was solid, but it didn't rise to the occasion like it could have. 
It was like Drake on the Versace song. On the um, yeah, it was like Drake on the Versace song. Except right. Zoke, Zoke was like Drake, and the rest of the song was like the rest of Migos. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's about right. Yo, Ooh, this draw thing, this draw is like on point right now. We are fucking three blunts too late to have started this show. <laughs> All right, so now can we do Ann Hobbs and Two Ton Twenty One? Yeah. All right, I liked it. Next. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really good song. Thumbs up. I want to meet Richie Branson's dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank him for his service. He's a cool dude. <laughs> He's a real cool dude, man. Am I, am I like the only person, and I get that I'm the mean judge, but am I like the only person that just does not think Ann Hobbs knows how to rap over a beat at all? He just sounds like he's delivering fast-paced lyrics, and then someone throws a beat under it that's kind of in time with him, and then just works it. Because like I get, you know, I do, I, I'm, 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 I'm real loose with the beat a lot too, but he's. Way out of it. So you're saying Ann Hobbs is loose? Um, Ann Hobbs is too loose. Too loose. <laughs> too loose for God. Chicken is too moist. There's too much looseness. Just maybe, maybe I need both ears to hear him be on rhythm, but I don't hear it. And he, like any time, he's completely like, oh yeah, there's a beat in the background, but I'm just gonna do me and rap it at different BPMs throughout my verse. Whatever. Um. It drives me nuts because he never comes back to center. I don't think it's a stereoscopic problem. Well, I I kind of feel that, but I I don't feel like it might be, I guess, as extreme as you find it to be. Um, I I get that there's a lot of speed and tempo variation in the middle of the verses, but uh, Ann Hobbs' bars, when when you look at them in blocks of 16 to 32, uh, fit back into time. And I kind of enjoy that about his delivery. I think I need it to just happen a bit more, because that's the thing. Like I can hear lyrically fine, but but I feel like he needs to rein it in a little bit more, or at different points in the song, maybe to make me feel safe inside. I don't know. <laughs> I just I could never. I'd see like fans vote for him, and I'd be, I'd be like, that's cool that everybody likes this guy. I and like I heard that this this is all very deliberate, and like that's great. But this is one of the few times where I'm like. I might be wrong, honestly, but I just don't think Ann Hobbs is very good. I just don't. Hmm. Well, he probably doesn't think you're very good. I would assume so, because he has ears and can understand things. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, he has the ability to comprehend quality, so therefore I'm on the lower end. And that's that's fair for Steve Perry. Um, Ilian, this is another good team. Consistent, delivered every round. Um, I enjoy these kids. Uh, you know, it's it's been kind of midline, and for me, this track was again midline. Um, it was what would be expected. Uh, they teamed up with Vincent El, uh, Cordless, and Mozart von Robot. Um, well, Mozart Mozart von Robot is Vincent El, so there's no teaming up. They they yeah, just kind of crossover just, the, yeah. whatever the kid the characters. Yeah. Right? yeah, they're all their own thing. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Fucking, fucking nerdcore. <laughs> nerdcore. 
I thought the track was dope. I think um, the concept was just really on point, and it really, it really had that nice uh, subversive sparkle that you come to expect uh, from them. I, I really enjoyed it, and I will continue to enjoy it. Yeah, they were, they, they were a pretty good team throughout the whole thing. One of my favorites, actually. Um, he's really good. I like uh, I like their round four entry though. That's, that Austrian cyborg was probably my favorite song. Ooh, good. From the, so good. It is awesome. Austrian cyborg. Man, I still listen to that track. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, definitely. And Steps to Success was really good too. <laughs> yeah, I think Cordless does what y'all are taught. What you, what the 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 Ann Hobbs gig better. Like I feel like he moves, he speeds up, he falls off, off and and falls right back into the beat comfortably. A lot more like to me, that's more polished of it. This was actually Cordless has been like um because he was he was in VPC two yeah. as well, right? Yeah. And in VPC, mm -hmm. like, yeah, sounds like if he gets better, he's going to be really interesting flow wise in a way that other people other people don't quite deliver now. And then uh, in three, he's been better. And mm -hmm. so I'm very excited to see annually that continue to improve and him master this sort of uniqueness that he comes. And their song concepts are just outlandishly wonderful. Yeah. Like, They're they have creative. some of the best song concepts in, in the competition. This was a diss track on water, as an example. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I want to bring the delivery thing into perspective, though. Let's come full circle on cordless. Uh, consistently since the second VPC and early on in this VPC, the number one complaint about Cordless was that he sounds like he's trying to emulate Front a lot. That's your number one complaint. It's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you I was, said that. I was not alone in that complaint. It it came up and uh, was discussed in the forums and on the Facebook group. Uh, we we hadn't we didn't hear that complaint in round four. We're not hearing it at all in round five. Um, What's changed? What's shifted in the delivery here? Because I, I still hear it in this track. Um, it's not as grating as well, it was initially. I, I was going to say, well, in round four it was Vincent, so that's what changed. Ha! Ha! There you go. Um, well, in the, at least in the first round, it was very much like the, the I don't even know what the right word for it is, um, the move-offs or whatever, when he moved out of cadence and kind of like bunched his cadence up or bunched his rhythms up, it sounded exactly like what Front of Lot would do. Um, whereas this track, it just sounded like he was being himself with some, some weird rhythms or whatever. So I think, the, I think the it was less of an emulation. I guess if you could compare it to like, um, well, I won't make that comparison, actually. I, I think it was, he was just more himself in this song, in round five, on his verse. Cool. It's not less forced. I, I, I hear the front lot uh, comparisons. <clears throat> I definitely agree with that, obviously, um, being something that he can be compared to. But the reason, I, like, I guess I don't mind it, because so many people try and fail to emulate that sort of janky completely like left fieldy flow that that some rappers can just do and is part of them. And I think we were just finding someone that was kinda earlier in their career when they sounded like like the people that inspired them and were hearing him slowly move into his own version of it. Um, 
a la a lot of artists who come up and then first they sound exactly like who they listen to and who they love the most and then I like I wish I could sound exactly like the rappers I love the most I sound exactly like Slick Rick all day Ooh. every day <laughs> um, but that's not what my voice does so uh, so I just sound terrible instead but I think Cordless is slowly going to move in a direction where he is himself and controls that and uses it purposely and less like sort of mimicking. That's fair. I can dig that. I agree. Okay, I didn't hear what the last thing that Steve said, so I'm just going to assume it was bullshit. Probably. <laughs> Good chance. <laughs> All right, now we're cooking, I think, because now it's uh, Shub's Lingo. Shub's Lingo. Shub's Lingo. Starting to break into to those top runners here. Um, Shub's and Lex, uh, it's, it's, I think, commonly held. Um, with very few complaints, that you guys absolutely slaughtered every round of this tournament. Um, you guys were a power team from start to finish, so good yeah. job. Thank bringing, you. Bringing in Prowess and Samus for this track, I think, was a really slick move. Um, still still playing into the, the VPC-MPC combination thing you've got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Samus's verse was by far my favorite. She killed. Um, she always does. Yes, she does. She always does. Uh, does anybody have anything negative to say about this track? Actually, yes, I have a, I have two points that I think detracted from the track slightly. They're not huge, but they're things that could be improved in, say, a final mix. Uh, the hook, to me, didn't hook me. It more just enveloped me. It was there, but like I couldn't vibe with it. That might just be my taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's personal preference. Mm-hmm. Also, on your verse there was a reverb effect put on there that in some places kind of garbled your your lyrics, so mm-hmm. it made it a little hard to understand at times. You know, maybe for, you know, a second and a half here and there a few times throughout it. Other than that, everything was spot on. You know, it was just killer. Fucking Prowse the Testament parted the seas once again <laughs> and slayed everything in her path like the kaiju that she is. Yay! I'll let the ladies know, and of course, Alex. Yeah, I thought the song was great, too. I I agree with the hook mix. It could have been just a little better, but I think that the strength of the verses made up for it, especially... I mean, yeah, the the lineup was just really good. I mean, I think when I heard that they were all going to be in a song together, I was like, well, there it is. We're going to (laughs) win. Yeah, I actually was kind of shook from the lineup. And uh, that is why I came kind of hard with uh, my verse on this round. But anyway, I mean, I came. I would have come hard anyway. But why? <laughs> but straight up, I was like, man, Samus proud of you. Shub Zilla's already dope. Stop. We need to bring some fire on this track. That's kind of what that's what my mindset was. I ain't lying. I'm not like lying. Y'all too kind. Um, I have a problem with the track. What? That you weren't on it? Oh, that I forgot the fuck uh, Steve Perry? Uh, no, that wasn't my problem. <laughs> um, my problem is that Will gave it a six. and Let's not talk about that haterade. I'm still uh, writing that. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm not going to hate. I'm going to say, if you're going to give something six. that 
you know, like and give something. If you're gonna be suddenly become a judge that hands out low scores in the last fucking round, unlike what my bag was the whole damn tournament. Um, uh, uh, you have to give details as to what you don't like, and you have to like make sense track to track. And so I'm like, I'm like, how did he like? I'm not saying that necessarily someone had to give it a 9 or a 10. You know, there are people that could like it a little bit less, give it 7s or 8. But a 6 is damn near a 5, which means that they're like, no, yeah, you know, this is only a little bit better than Space Master's track. Like, really? <laughs> really? And so I was like... It's fine. I'm it, used to some of that dismissive It was, it was weird. It was weird. It was a weird thing. And one day I'll message Will about it, and I'm like, do you just, like, not like, 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 Hip hop. Hip hop. He's like Queens of the Stone Age, right? So, like, you know, pockets are like a hundo twenty-five each fuller. So, in you know, in the a grand, hundo. Story, but, um, hundo I, I even, <laughs> I'm just gonna side eye sip my delicious cherry coke here. And just be like, well, you know, I think I you should agree. flip it on him. I just, <laughs> I just find it so. But you know, I'll take, I'll take the notes, right? I'll graciously take the notes, and then I'll make whatever, whatever lackluster. Well, you know, why are you so lackluster, chefs? Oh gosh, I'm just my delivery's flat as a pancake, Lord. You just no. have no sparkle. Like, I mean, goodness yeah. gracious! It's, it's, it's ha- oh, hashtag God. hashtag did not excite. I just, I, just, I just find it so weird because, I mean, yeah, in his book, it's like you got the same score as Go to Bread. Yeah. You do what? <laughs> yeah. And we got a fucking nine. <laughs> Obviously, something was wrong with his head this round. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's has like, a substance like, abuse problem. This is for another show. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have his intervention on the like, podcast. You know, we... We we may proceed forward. I mean, you know, I know like I know my song was dope. Alex knows our song is dope. Prowess and salmon, Samus and I know. Or- salmon. <laughs> salmon. <laughs> I got a text for that later. Um, but you know, Samus knows that our song is dope. Y'all know our song is dope. The numbers don't lie, except Wills. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars doesn't lie, right? No, don't. Nope. Wow. Boom. $250 to, to Will 6. Hundo. <laughs> Y'all, that's, that's my internet bill or and, like, some paint and spackle. So that's, you know, that's where that's going to go. Right. Mm, spackle. The next track we got, in my yeah. opinion, had, Ooh, I'm out. had some of the best star power for their... Uh, for their guest verse, with the exception, like for their guest appearance, with the exception of one other team, um, Beefy got Doctor Awkward and uh, teamed up with Tanner again for "Don't Make Me Go." Um, this I think is rightly sitting um, in the top five for the end of the round. These guys absolutely nailed it. Um, Beefy is. This is a reminder of why Beefy got second place in the VPC two. Um, this was just absolutely stupendous. Good job. No, he did. I did. Who got? Uh, what did Beefy get third? Yeah, y'all got third. You got second with Kabuto in VPC1. All right, my bad. But uh, still, very good. Super, super good track, Beefy and Tanner. Dr. Awkward, uh, his guest verse was just absolutely Ooh. similar. 
Mm. Um, yeah. And I feel like the Opera Doctor brings like a real pop of feel, the pop yeah. feel, without you know having like the pop trappings of vapid lyrics. Like I've I've said it since day one since I listened, started listening to Doctor Awkward. Dude could be on the radio and he should be. Yep. And he just he brings that gloss to it and between Beefy being solid as fuck and Tanner laying down the good foundation, it clearly deserves its top five finish. I mean Doctor Awkward's just nasty, like straight up. Just yeah, like sure it's like crunchy, nasty sewage water in your Food bucket, just nasty stuff. <laughs> but, um, I love the flows on this. Like, they got all in between the beat. They got all up in the intricacies of the beat with the flow. And just, like, you know, it's like they were violating something under a, a pillowcase or something. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It was a dope track. I'm did, you come, did you come hard again? <laughs> stop. He came hard in the paint. So if you got any white paint, I was just around. curious. That's all. <laughs> It's got a nice pearlescent finish, thanks to K Dash Flow. The, the thing, the thing with this track, and I love this track, and I think in almost just about any other round, it could have easily have been the number one track. But these top five tracks in this round, just all of them, um, to quote you, came so hard. <laughs> That's why it kind of you know ended up in fun because I'm. I'm torn with I think it should have placed higher, but then when you look at all the other tracks in there, you know they're all so on par and so close together that yeah, I just it was it was a freaking great track. That's mm -hmm. real. Yeah, I came hard too with that one. I love We're the good. pop feeling song. So <laughs> We're all just coming hard with these these top five. <laughs> uh, because the chickens, all of us just coming. Yeah, the chickens moist and we're coming hard. <laughs> That's real shit. <laughs> Coming hard is some real shit. That's yeah. some real world. That's 100% genuine, authentic, 100 <laughs> objectively real Russian crip shit. I mean, uh, oh! Bring oh, no. that here! Oh, That's, no. um, that's all the way Next. 100, like uh, hand slaps from a Honda, as Richie would say. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, I took you. I took you way back right there, Richie. Like yeah. way. Back. <laughs> you took me back to uh, damn. What was that song called? Shit. Richie versus Capcom. There we awesome. go. Yeah, something like there that. There we go. That was old Richie right there. Classic Richie. All Richie is classic Richie, IMO. Ah, thank you. I appreciate that, my brother. Sol solid stuff. And I mean, we're, this is just going to be a rundown of tracks that really had no t no more technical issues. If we got complaints, they're going to be limited. Um, fucking Bill Beats, man. Um, Jesus Christ. Ooh, that beat, though. Oh. By far one of right? the best, if not the best, hip-hop production powerhouses in all of nerdcore uh it like he he is one all of those right. cats that whoa, justifiably whoa, whoa. can't even Time be out. classified Time out. hello everybody hi nick my top five everybody okay number one <laughs> lamp god number two lamp god three lamp god lamp god and lamp god lamp god everybody cool all right. 
Thank you, Lamp Guy. Uh, <laughs> that was that was perfect. Yeah, that was. What did I miss? Lamp God. Cool. Lamp God. Oh, Lamp times five. We we got hacked, and that's definitely true. Lamp God uh, top five tracks. Forever. All across the board. So, Bill Beats, if you're taking notes, um, you need to get on Lamp God's he Nope. Well, he ought to be. Bill Beats doesn't pay attention to any of this. Bill Beats gives what? notes. Box. He <laughs> speaks through scratches. Mm-hmm. And Cosplay, do you, did you, like, brainwash Bill Beats into becoming part of Death Star? Like, do you have some sort of, like, blackmail against him? Like, yeah, what do you think? How do you keep him? <laughs> do you keep him? Here's the deal. Lots of really good MCs are afraid of certain kinds of beats, and Bill Beats is very good at a lot of hip-hop, including really zany and ridiculous concept hip-hop that he could never convince normal rappers to do. And so... <laughs> like, I don't care what the fuck is on this heat miser. Let's do this. And, then, and, and so he was excited for that. And then we just kind of keep guilting him because he wouldn't have met Shubs if he hadn't been a Death Star. And he wouldn't have met many of the excellent rappers he gets to work with if he hadn't been a Death Star. So we kind of like, we're like the best friend growing up that you've sort of grown out of as an artist. <laughs> but like, listen, so artist- but like you kind of owe them, they put you through college, so you kind of owe them a lot. And so, so- we, yeah, I guess it's guilt. I guess it's Gil. I want to make I sure I understand this 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 whole structure here. the The argument is, Bill Beats, we get to keep holding you back because we you would never have been held back had we not started holding you back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just oh, oh. okay, okay, hold on. Oh, hold on. Here we go. I'm gonna to speak to this a little bit honestly instead of humorously. Um, I get, and it is not terrible for people that are looking for him to make his grind time super hard, um, real real classic hip-hop beats that are like 10 years too old for him to know how to make. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah right. Um, but, uh, um, uh, 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 but Bill Beats is also fits in the Death Star laziness category lots of times. Like, he'll work when people are driving him, but... He gets distracted. He has a full-time job. He likes to fiddle with cameras. like, And so to say that the only person that makes decisions for Bill Beats is, is, is himself. Nick, it's weird for me to keep referring to him in the third person. Nick is um, definitely good. He'll work with you if he wants to, and he definitely won't if he doesn't. And so, um, but if you're good, he's more than happy to work with you. And he doesn't see working with artists that he likes as being a waste of his time. And so that's that's really what it is. Like, nobody owns him. No. He, he, as much as I'd love to say that Death Star owns him, we don't. And um, Make sure make sure 3P doesn't no, listen so to I, the podcast. I know, I know. As nobody sure owns Bill Beats. He kind of does it. So I don't know why he keeps doing things with us. He just does. Maybe he likes going to conventions and making fun of all the nerds. I don't know. But uh, he just does. Maybe he likes being the biggest shark in a rather small pond. Um, Bill Beats is by far one of the most competent and talented producers we've got in the game. So, is this like a freshwater shark? What kind of shark lives in a pond, dude? Uh, bull sharks. 
<laughs> okay, I stand well and thoroughly chastised. So, Bill Gates is the baddest-ass bull shark in Nerdcore, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's, he's so little and unassuming, but God, it's like, if you could fight like they did in Scott Pilgrim with the, the speakers and whatnot, I think Bill Beats would destroy the planet. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. And you're right, he does need just the dankest of rappers on his beats. Like, no one denies that. That that he's... um And, and his track this round was like obvious like yeah i knew i knew when i heard it and then he's like oh artemis is our guest i'm like artemis is gonna oh, yeah. fucking eat this right oh. the fuck up he's just gonna be like you know what's a fun way to look at it is the the huh. team is bill beats and tribe one and guys like michael kill call tribe one the best rapper in nerdcore and we've spent the last, like, five minutes gushing over Bill Beats and his production. Tribe One's no, no small fish either, and he definitely played into the excellence of this track. But, uh, goddamn, the, the two of them together, you know, we're talking about two larger-than-life individuals, and Bill Beats just completely slaughtered Tribe One. Sorry, Tribe. I'm sorry, Niles. Tribe One on this, I feel like he had a, almost like a darker, grimier style than he usually goes for. And it worked fucking well. Like it was, a, it was a small switch up, but it it was a small change that had a big effect. Yeah. And it really fucking blew me away. Mm-hmm. I want to see Bill Beats and Artemis in round four in VPC four. four. I'd like no. to see no. Artemis. God damn it! Fantastic. I think they might already be planning on working together on a few projects. Well, they those... talked. They yeah. talked. Like, yeah. Like... But I mean, I think. I think that would be a fantastic pairing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic pairing. That would. Well, uh, everybody I, needs to get planning because VPC four is going to happen. Um, and I hope that our number, what is this, number three? Um, yeah. One up and oh my, this is another one of my absolute <clears throat> favorite teams. Um, one up's local to me. I get to see him on a regular basis. He's a lot of fun to work with. And um, MC oh my, um, I absolutely love everything that he does, even when it's snarky and. And I don't, I don't know. Um, I really liked this team a lot, and I want to see him do more. This guest list was pretty decent. Sky Blue did his thing. Um, I don't know who Ricky Spanish is, but I absolutely love that person. Um, yeah, this is a good first, too. The, this was a really good, solid track. Um, I had no complaints about the production value on this track. I had two small ones, and they were both... It was the mixing on 1UP and Oh My's uh, Versus was a little flat. I think it could have been a little bit more nuanced and would have had a bit more punch, but that's a really, really small bone to pick. Like, that's a bone you can crunch through with your teeth. Yeah. Some moist chicken. Yeah, it's, a, it's the small bone and some moist chicken that you just bite because you don't want to stop eating. Or the, the little bone chips in ground beef that you buy from the store that you don't know that are in the ground beef, but you're eating them. I was like, where are you getting your ground beef from? <laughs> Richie Branson out of nowhere with MC Hammer's House of Ground Beef. (laughs) (laughs) It's just slightly unsavory. Yeah, I like I like that. Uh, Omar came in swinging on his verse, man. He was lighting up everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, he torched it. Yeah, he yeah he came in like lit up your partner, lit up your partner right. Yeah. Ooh, he got lit. <laughs> <laughs> he got lit. You were here to like talk about it too. He, he lit up my partner. This like mm, he, mm. he hasn't said anything to me about the bars, so uh, I don't know. 
I think he gave me a little compliment in uh, in our part, Omai, so I'm happy with that. He kind of came in like that, like that elegant, like snobby, pretentious guy who has who's like rich or something that comes in and talks down to everybody at the bar and then walks out. And it Pretty works. much. <laughs> but without the, like the engendered oligarchical privilege that goes along with it. Like, you know, it was, yeah. it was a meritocracy kind of thing rather than, you know, he's a hoity-toity asshole because that's just how he was born. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting too political. I should, call, I should calm it down before I start going on an anti-capitalist rant. He wasn't born with the silver spoon. He earned the silver spoon. Like, like, like... This is some great Gatsby kind of shit right now. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just get subversive when it's like around one in the morning. Holy shit, we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> oh, goodness. Do we even have any people watching this still? A surprising <laughs> amount of yeah. people are actually watching this and actively commenting. Oh, Hi, I, guys. See, um, I see y'all on that Facebook there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ultra Clastron. Um, he mentioned that nobody even hit him up for a guest verse in round five, and I think that's fucking criminal, Nerdcore. Well, you didn't either. Well, no, we actually had Forrest Fujio Gates lined up. Like, my plan was so great. I wanted to get the last guy. Everybody, every time Forrest did his reviews, they were like, thanks for being a fan, man. The last <laughs> fan that's not a rapper or trying to do whatever. Thanks for being the only one, Forrest. And he actually agreed to do a verse on our track. Yeah, and but I, I fucked it up. I that for everybody. But I had, fucked it up for us. Yeah, we had like 12 hours to get that shit rolled out. Thank you for, for wanting to play along anyway. Yeah, Ultra Klystron is dope, though. We did a song so together. Dope. It's called City of Amnesia. Is that that big old track? Shameless plug, yeah. Big old. Yeah, yeah that was nice. What, uh, what's, a, what's a big O? Um, it can't be what I assume it is. Nah, it's not that. <laughs> That's what you get when you play Donkey Kong 69. You get the big O. But this is a word. <laughs> and then you come hard. All right, so we are, yeah, we're all on the same page. So you and Ultra Clastron made an orgasm track? <laughs> no, we made a song about the other big O. The Oprah? <laughs> she, well, to her credit, she's not as big as she used to be. She's more of a, <laughs> a medium O. <laughs> she's a medium O now. Yeah, but she's still got like a billion dollars. That's pretty fucking big. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about fame. <laughs> okay. So, Richie Branson. What's up, yeah? You're, you're track three-headed monster. Fuck this song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, god damn it. Fuck. Let's talk about it, man. Let's go ahead and talk about it, man. So I, I want to start by saying that it was a really good song, but it wasn't quite good enough, was it? It just wasn't good oh. enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. First place loser. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were the first place losers. <laughs> Richie Branson, when you, when you put your very large round head on your what must be an enormous what? pillow at night, <laughs> do you dream about crushing the dreams and spirits of other independent artists? In your hey, it's Steve A. Look, it's Steve A. Look, 
Steve Perry's fault, man. He sent me a Facebook message like months ago, like, yo, the VPC, you should think about joining it. And I mean, I was really antisocial and depressed at the time, so I didn't really write back. I was just kind of like, oh, I read the message, but I checked it out. And then I was like, damn it, Steve, I got to do it. So I just, I didn't say anything. I was like, me and Kadesh Flow teamed up and we just jumped in and I, you know, we just, we just made a run for it. You, know? you just fucking won is what you did. You fucking won. Have you ever, have you ever seen uh, The Warriors? Yeah. It's kind of like that story, except you showed up in a howitzer and these greasers with the like, like fucking at it and shit. Just over and smooshed him into nothing. Damn. So wow. we weren't even the baseball furies, huh? <laughs> Damn. Hey, yo, though, but real talk, though, when we were talking about this track, I knew that I knew that Shavis was bringing heat and I knew that 1UP was bringing heat. So, like, and I figured, you know, if they're, if they're bringing those collabs, everybody else is probably going to be bringing some hot MCs on their, on their verses. So I was like, let me step outside of the Nerdcore box and get a buddy of mine who I know is going to absolutely rip this track apart. And he did. A to Z is fantastic. He's a monster. He so. sure is. Well, yeah. I, that I really, like... The A to Z verse, like, it took what y'all had been going for with the Gidra reference, and it just, it took it to, like, a cool place with the wordplay and his cadence. Like, it all just worked together with him, and fuck y'all. Everything <laughs> was perfect. Yada, yada, yada. It like, was God amazing. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that A to Z, man, when he, when I, because I remember when I got the verse, I recorded my verse, I'm like, yeah, I did cool. Yeah, this is dope. <laughs> I heard his verse and I was like, "Well, shit." You know? <laughs> let, me you, let me tell you what happened. So, like Richie, so I'm like, I don't know what Richie's doing or what A to Z's doing. I'm doing my thing, you know. And I think I was at work or something, or I was traveling for work. That's right. I just got off the plane for like a work trip, and I was walking to the hotel, and I look at my phone, and there's a text from Richie, and it's like all exclamation marks. And I was like, "Okay, well, I don't know what just happened." But this text has all exclamation marks, and and I was like, "What happened?" He was like, "A to Z, flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll check that out." Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for enjoying the uh, track. Sorry we had, sorry we uh, we we were went braggadocious, but we figured we'd play that card in the last round. Yeah. Sorry. Don't We're shooting hard. fish in a barrel. Y'all shot fish in a barrel with a fucking rocket launcher. Rocket launcher. <laughs> it was brutal. Man. It was absolutely brutal. And I think that uh, the top two tracks, right, like you, you guys are in very good company. It took the work of one of the guys from I Fight Dragons and... That's who was on the damn hook. Are you serious? Packy Lundholm from I Fight Dragon. That's a major fucking recording artist, man. I was like, yo, that hook was amazing. Yeah, that hook. I heard the hook. I was like, oh, they won. And they had (laughs) Matt Mahaffey. Um, If you don't know Matt Mahaffey, talk about a a major league recording artist. This is one of the uh, musicians that works with Beck. Okay. Lupe Fiasco as well. He's been featured on recently. Yeah, he. Go ahead and look him up. Um, talk about pulling out all the stops, and I, I think that's what it took to beat Team Kruntonki this time. 
and I'm talking by like two points. So the margin was so thin. It requires a guest list like this. Matt Mahaffey, Billy the Fridge, and Packy Lundholm of I Fight Dragons. Um, grown up to no good, though I think earned this fucking spot. Talk about a flawless execution. Um, you know who fucking showed their, their prowess here? MC3PO. He really killed it in a way that, honestly, he was the high point of the track for me. Matt Mahaffey, Packy Lundholm, all good, but fucking 3PO threw down with audible chocolate. And it just worked so well with what he was doing. Like, I just, I was fucking blown away by it. And I'm still blown away by it. And fuck them. <laughs> the track, yeah. uh, just the track. Like, I mean, just the, the instrumental was just, like, it was, I mean. Fucking insane. The, the instrumental was great. I think the, that the toy piano could have been mixed a little bit higher to my taste so that it was a little bit more cohesive and pronounced. But, I mean, whatever, they fucking won. So what does it matter what I say? Wow. Yeah, I mean, shit, I didn't know that that dude was from I Fight Dragons. I, all I knew is when I heard it, I was like, that hook sounds super pro. I was like, I even, I think I inboxed 3PO, and I was like, yo, that song sounds like it belongs in some film soundtrack. Like, it really has that, that polish to it. Mm -hmm. And I just, the, the hook, I was like, that hook is super dangerous. The verses were solid. Everything you know, it had that touch of comedy, but at the same time, it had a sincerity to it. And I was like, that's going to be the song that wins the round, you know? <laughs> they, they really fucking earned it on that one. I mean, they deserve every bit of it. Right I, was telling, um, I was telling Klopp, um, when, I, when I was listening to it, I was, I was waiting for the soul claps, where the beat just drops. <laughs> and I was but it didn't come, so I was just like, okay, that final cut, those soul claps, I need them. I need them in my life. I felt the claps as well, Chubbs. Uh, you you were just waiting for the, uh, I don't know, the the congregation to testify. I sure uh, was. I was I was taking a church and I didn't even have so, my hat or gloves. Some inside from Klopp just last night. Back <laughs> yeah. On that. Yeah. 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 Just last night, he mentioned as I was as I was um. Our, he and I were leaving leaving the place together. Um, that he's like, dude, I just wanted one round where I threw everything I could do to be Kruktaku. That's all I wanted. <laughs> he said that? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I wanted to be like, do everything I could do to win a round and beat Kruktaku because I knew every round was about was about having to beat Kruktaku after that first after the second round. It was just having to beat that team. And I was like, well, you did it because that song's amazing. And yeah. he's like, he's like. Yeah, and I'm like, and that's the, and the, that was one of the two tens I handed out in the entire um, competition, and the only time I think I complimented three P on his work. It, it's well, it's well um, on a song. Yeah. yeah. This track from the instant I heard it, I realized we had one that didn't belong in the tournament, and it's rare when that occurs. It was exceptionally produced. It was exceptionally arranged. Uh, the deliveries were all on point and excellently executed. This was a pro delivery. That was the Krunktaku beater. That's like that's what it it's took like, to beat Krunktaku. It's like Jeepers Creepers. You know, it's like that old man. Like he has a story. You could say he Jeepers beat Creepers. he beat the monster. <laughs> <laughs> It's like in Pacific Rim. The only way they can beat the kaiju is with a giant fucking robot. Hey, I got to pilot a robot. Yeah, no, like, 
So it's like XOC, he could come out, and he could be like, yeah, I had a Crunktaku beater that first round, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then 3PL could say, I got one too, man. We got Crunktaku beating songs, man. It's, it's a rare club to be in, but damn it, they're in there. <laughs> it is a rare trophy to have hanging on the wall. Minus. Oh. <laughs> so we... This was it. It's been wrapped. Uh, we've got a winner. Congratulations to Team Krunktaku. Um, yes. Well-deserved, gentlemen. Fucking well-played. Let, let's play a couple Thanks, of quick games before we wrap this one up. Um, every year when we do a VPC, we also do a compilation album that we then try to get to everybody. Uh, give me one team or one song that you think absolutely has to be on the compilation album. Austrian Cyborg. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Bad accent. Hmm. is cooking. Lumpia's cooking, absolutely. Yay. Oh, I guess I'm the only one. I'm still trying to cycle through. I guess I'll say uh, corny pickup lines. Corny pickup lines. Man, that that's going to be two for Team 1-Up and Oh My. Mine would, was uh, Don't Push Me Bro, the one about getting pushed on the subway tracks. Oh, Yeah. I also think Skuma Boss should be on there. Yes. Probably be on there. Absolutely. Uh, with the Skuma. Yeah. I would um I would definitely put um I mean just I would I would say Ergophobia and Supervillain from Krotaku also. Yeah. I really I really do love those songs. But. Yeah. No voting for yourself. Kane, Kane uh, voting for himself. God. Steve nobody else wants to. I mean, everybody else, we're going to get shut out. If it was popular, but we get shut out out of hatred. We're just going to release all of your tracks as an EP. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can't. The VPC Nerdcore Meow label, that boom, it's out there. <laughs> Steve Perry, as a judge, what's a, what's a track you think absolutely has to be on that compilation? <sighs> Fuck. Um... Like uh, I know, Navi's already been. Met. Well, no, XOC and Milk Plus. Um, uh, to the finish, their first offering of the first round, the winner of the first round. Um, that was amazing. And then I was gonna go with um, Speak Good English, the round two from Navi and uh, Hormones. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a dope track. Yeah. Lots of dope tracks. That's the overall point, right? We got lots of great output from this tournament. Um, the last, the last one I'll pitch at you guys. Steve, you're not allowed to be a judge anymore. That's over for you. That part of your life is past. So, I don't know. I don't want to be a judge anymore, so we're good. <laughs> who, who, will you be, who will you be teaming up with to get a taste of your own medicine in the next VPC? <laughs> oh, this is going to be rough. Um, I don't know. I, like, I'm not a very like safe bet as a rapper. So I, I'll just put myself up there, and then be, <laughs> no, I don't want that guy. He was mean to me in VPC three, so I probably won't even get to compete. But um, uh, oh bullshit, you know it. <laughs> I'm hella bathtubby in the way that I deliver my lines, um, which is a term I coined for myself. Um, bathtub rap? Is that like backpack rap? But <laughs> it's like it's the kind of rap. That you feel like 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 someone wrote in a bubble bath with like duckies floating in the water. <laughs> it's it's very moist. Uh, from artistically, um, it's uh, I, like there's lots of people. I really want to try to see if I can like somehow swindle fresh kills to produce for me because I almost got them in VPC two, and that would be a really like divergently wrong producer for me. 
So it would be like a troll almost, just simply to have someone so NPC and classic hip hop driven and head hip hop driven. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, no one's approached me, and I don't expect them to. So there you go. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Kadish Flow, you gonna do it? VPC four. I have no idea. It depends on the cookie crumbles. Rich um, Branson. Spur the moment. I don't know. I mean, a part of me wants to come back as a rapper next year and try that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think no. that might be cool. No. <laughs> no. I think wouldn't that put, I mean, that, that could put you up there in the position to, like, what, be the only person that won as both producer and vocalist. Yeah, you'd go down in VPC history. You would. I say no, but that's just because I don't want my entire body and being to hurt afterwards. <laughs> trying to compare myself to the sun, like... <laughs> <laughs> Man, but if... I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. I mean, I think this... I don't think I'll come back as a producer, though. I don't think I have an... I'm, I don't know. You should just alternate years. Keep it fresh for yourself. I think the contest would be diminished if you didn't enter. Think so? I yeah, definitely think so, yeah. I think you should come back as a rapper as well. Uh, Lex did it. Yeah. Um, he flipped from uh, from vocalist to uh, yeah. uh, that, that, uh, from producer to vocalist to producer. Yeah. And so he's doing that kind of a rhythm. And I think that it's really cool because it keeps you involved, but it keeps you fresh. And... Um, and also, I want to hear songs from you, Richie. I want to hear you rap in your beautiful voice. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Very, very fun. So congratulations to everybody. We're, we're going to wrap this up. It's been a long show. Uh, thank you to all of my guests, Richie and Kadish Flow, Shabzilla, um, Zarina. You guys have been regulars for the roundtables. And uh, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. We'll do it again in the next tournament. Um, we're going to wrap it up with some cool statistics. <clears throat> Be on the lookout for a wrap-up post from Wit. She's going to put a nice bow on everything. Um, Jolimus Prime has assembled some really interesting statistics. They're kind of fun mm -hmm. to read. They are pretty fun. The first VPC had 98 tracks. Um, the second VPC had 140. This time we rolled out with 139 total tracks. Um, and as everybody knows, this is the first time we tried a judge system. We had tiebreakers. Uh, we also had tons of preview tracks dropped for this round. So I think we're, we're really falling into our groove. I hope everybody's excited for VPC4. We've already got things planned. When is it? When is it? When is what is what? VPC4. VPC4? We're, we're going to have to pick a date, but I would expect no sooner than summertime. Okay. Mm -hmm. Summer's good. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see if we can tighten yeah. it up. Um, expect some changes. You know, we're still we're trial by fire here, so we're going to roll out some some new format ideas and see always looking to improve upon the foundation that we've laid previously and learn from mistakes prior and move on from them so that we so that we can create the best contest that we can offer. Exactly. I'd say that's fun. fair, right? Yeah. I'm it's hella fun. It ran really smooth. I mean, I'm, I yeah. didn't even know this was the first time you guys had a judge system. That's that's news because it seemed pretty smoothly. Um, it, was, yeah. it, was not, it was not smooth at all. That's yeah. all thanks to Wade. Yeah. Honestly, if Wade wasn't involved in this, this would have <laughs> fell right the fuck apart. Absolutely. We, we had a crack team. And special thanks to all our judges. They hung in there. Not an Absolutely. easy task. And it's definitely a thankless job. So, <laughs> 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 I really would like to thank Steve Perry personally live on the air. It, it, it couldn't have happened without him. 
Thank you, Steve, for all that you did for us and all of Nerdcore. You will be remembered. Oh, I want to say this before we walk away from this. This Nerdcore mix, uh, before we got it even started, um, my ability to guilt Bill Beats into things continued to work, so he will be doing the full mix down for that. And so we'll be reaching out soon once, once we get an idea of what tracks um, to do that. And so we won't screw with your stuff too much. If it's already like really good, but if people need tune-ups or want to do versions, we'll reach out to people very soon with that. That is awesome news. Another yeah. pro production. So thanks again, everybody. Congratulations to all. Congratulations to Richie Branson and Kadish Flow. I hope you guys like that money because there are going to be some hungry. When, when I when I pay pallet to them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thank yeah, you, Winnie. Winnie, thank you so much. Like, yes, thank you, thank you, yeah, Winnie, Winnie. Thank you, Steve. Thank you no all, problem. and thank, thank you. you to everybody else who helped because it was a team effort. I was, I was, I was the face of it, but there was so much going on in the background. It was a huge team effort. Yeah. Right. So we'll be on the lookout for the compilation release. Keep an eye on the forums. Keep an eye on the Facebook group. We'll be firing this up again, and uh, we'll spoil it. Nerdcore Poker Night um, for <gasps> for short term single day tournaments. Um, keep an ear to the ground. You'll be invited directly. You will pay in with cash, and you will walk away with prize money in a single-day tournament. So be, be looking for that as well, my friends. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Nerdcore Meow is going to be coming back to you with Season 9, and uh, we'll have all of these assholes come on and further grill them about their VPC experience. Good job, everybody. Ah. Hey, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>